Your military veteran, entrepreneur, college professor, father of four, and your podcasting host, Dr. Aaron Bryant. Hello, and welcome to this edition of DrBrianSpeaks.com. Our show, of course, is for all those military veterans and families out there. And of course, anyone that is willing to listen in this world. My name is Dr. Bryant, also a veteran, master life coach, entrepreneur, and your host this evening. Now, if you are new to listening to this broadcast, I want to say welcome and thank you for tuning in. I started this because being a veteran for many is no easy transition to being a civilian. However, it is not easy for family members either. So we need to collaborate and learn how we can support one another. This show is about 30 minutes in length, including questions and answers from calls, emails, and text messages. So no worries, I won't keep you too long. Now every show, we will discuss new and various topics that impact families and military veterans. Many of the topics come from the listeners, and some are hot topics that are impacting each other and many of us. So on that note, today's show topic is about Veterans Treatment Court. Now, you probably have not heard about this, and I know I didn't for not until very recently. So if you haven't heard, it's probably because your county or where you reside has not adopted it yet. So what is a veterans court? Well, the veterans treatment court offers opportunity for the veteran affairs and the local supported organizations and local communities to engage veterans and offer treatment as an alternative to time in jail. That's right, time in jail. So men and women who have served in our country are given a second chance. Some might say they're even entitled to a second chance. Now, You might agree or not agree, and I understand that. We all have our right to our opinion. But I think considering when you are coming back from serving your country and sometimes you don't quite understand why you do the things that you do, somebody needs to have a second look and help you understand why you made the decision that you did. So now, according to military.com, that's a website that I know I frequent a lot, they could say that most veterans are quote-unquote strengthened now what does that mean you may have an opinion or a definition that might be different from mine but i like to think that they're talking about a veteran being disciplined or they may have a certain level of performance uh they may have an heightened level of tolerance so figure out what you think and you get back to me Because I do know one thing, they are strengthened by their military service. But the combat experience has unfortunately left a growing number of veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder, that's PTSD. Some of them even have TBI, which is traumatic brain injury, anxiety, depression, and a multitude of other mental health concerns that may exist. 
Now, recognizing this problem, many local states and communities have developed special veteran treatment courts that seek to provide veterans suffering from these issues. And this assistance will keep them from slipping into the real legal problems. All right, so why why the special court for veterans? Well, there's a lot of documented evidence that are out there. A significant number of these veterans have returned. So let's talk about the Vietnam conflict, okay? So we those Vietnam vets have returned. They have rather severe problems adjusting to civilian life. Now, me personally, I'm a motorcycle enthusiast. So I'm also aware of the HA Club, which is the Hells Angels. Now, many people are aware that those individuals who chose to take that path chose that path because they felt that they it was their only choice. They wanted to be among their brethren and they wanted to find the means to actually financially support themselves. And that evolved into what we know of now as the Hells Angels, but their actions may not have always been something that they were consciously aware of. They were doing what they felt they were doing and was continually on that path. Now we know today, present day HAs are not necessarily doing the same things, but things happen and start for a reason. Now, many veterans remain untreated for a long period of time. The veteran affairs and local courts have recognized that many of these veterans today are also returning home with mental health issues. And some of those are left untreated. And that can actually result into larger problems. My dad's a history buff. He actually got a degree from UCLA in history, and he likes to educate and continue to educate himself on what's going on. I remember him once telling me about Reagan's uh, presidency and how Reagan had actually closed down many of the mental hospitals during his tenure. Now, because of that, that led to a number of homelessness that actually has plagued our cities all over the country. I even talk about in my recent book that before we were aware of the term PTSD, we called it shell shock, but there wasn't a lot of support behind it when we referred to the World War II vets, the Vietnam vets, the Korea vets. These individuals are going through something and nobody was really able to understand how to help. So in early signs that a veteran having unaddressed problems maybe when they first break the law. Now, most courts work with veterans of all service areas, let's be honest. Communities are often motivate, motivated, I should say, to start these courts by concerns about veterans returning from service who are encountering legal trouble. You know, a good example is you come back, you're in a very aggressive state, you have certain levels of anger, and you take it out on your spouse. Did you mean to do that? You may even take it out on your daughter or your son. Did you actually consciously, were you aware of what you were doing? Sometimes your actions will basically come from a reaction, which is stimulates from something that somebody may say or do that will trigger something in you. And this is exactly what we're talking about because you may be held accountable for that. And therefore, your consequences are the reality based on statute and law. 
So the goals of Veteran Treatment Court is to divert those mental health issues, and that includes the homelessness, from the traditional justice system and give them treatment and tools for rehabilitation and readjustment. So Veteran Treatment Courts, they were developed to avoid the unnecessary incarceration of our veterans. Now these uh, veterans have developed mental health problems. These individuals are facing criminal charges who are in fact in need of mental health or substance use treatment. But how do we get that? And it is assumed that the Veteran Treatment Court will be the process that would allow the assistance necessary. The assistance necessary is the growing number of communities where these courts need to exist. Now, I could talk about another topic that actually has some relation. Now, I grew up in Compton, and in Compton, you're basically a kid who's growing up in an area of violence. And that area of violence is seeing, having a kid witnessing shootings and violence weekly on the streets. And now we're worried about being the victim of a stray bullet. Now, is that child or person suffering from PTSD as they go every day worrying about being shot? If that kid commits a crime, does he or she fall under the same considerations? You know, the state of California changed their prison system and named it from the California Department of Corrections to what we know now as the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation because of this awareness. However, it is still a prison. Now, I mentioned that young kid going through every day worrying about a straight bullet or being jumped by a gang or just basically on survival mode as he or she tries to get to school or get home from work. Well, it's not that far-fetched when you're actually in Iraq or Baghdad or Afghanistan and you're on the swivel looking on your left and right flank at each moment, wondering where or who may be there around the corner. And we recognize that veteran having PTSD. So I wonder if there's something there that connects our young individuals who are growing up in the inner cities, in the ghetto, in areas that have high crime rates. But that's a whole nother podcast for us to discuss. Now, veteran treatment courts are a hybrid drug and mental health court that serves veterans struggling with addiction. And that includes serious mental illness and the reoccurring disorders. They promote sobriety, recovery, and stability through a coordinated response that involves the cooperation and the collaboration, for that matter, with traditional partners that were found in our drug and mental health courts. Now, the veteran affairs, volunteers, veteran mentors, and that includes our family support organizations are all there to provide assistance. Now, the question is what type of assistance and for who? You know, usually veteran courts hear cases involving misdemeanor charges. Now, according to military.com, they say that does not include sexual offenses or violent crimes. My research has shown that it depends on the county. I know, for instance, in my county, they do look into felony crimes as a consideration. Now, I'm sure your local DA's office may try to push against that, 
but that's not up to him or her, it's up to the judge, whoever is facilitating the veterans court. And if you have just cause to demonstrate your illness and there appears to be some level of help to assist, you may have a chance. Now, while veteran treatment court allows the veteran to remain in the community while undergoing treatment, a judge will check on your progress. So if the veteran fails to meet the requirements of the program, for example, if he or she fails a drug screening or disobey court orders, well, the court obviously will impose sanctions, which may include additional fines or jail time or simply transfer you out of the program and you go right back into the traditional criminal court. Now, research shows that treatment court judges are motivators and will provide ongoing encouragement to participants as they undertake the difficult work of recovery. The veteran treatment court model requires regular court appearances, as well as mandatory attendance at treatment sessions and frequent and random testing as well. If you are somebody that's under the influence of drugs or you're somebody under the influence of alcohol, if that has some participation in your crime, or it might just be a dependency that you're struggling with, those things are available to you. You know, they say that veterans respond favorably to this structured environment, and that's because of their past experiences in the armed forces. Think about it. You know, you're used to that structure. You're used to being told what to do. You're used to following guidance. You're used to following directions. So it's you would imagine that most would be successful. However, there are a few who struggle, and it is exactly those veterans who need the veteran treatment court. They're probably the ones that are going to be identified as needing it the most. It'd be very unfortunate if those are the ones who, unfortunately, are the ones that are released because they violate something. So uh, hopefully that's something they can look into and you have a sympathetic judge who will be willing to work something out. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please visit Dr. Bryant's website, drbryantspeaks.com. Also, visit his social media platforms, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube, all titled drbryantspeaks.com.